Hey everybody, happy March. I'm so excited to be here with you today. With it being March, I know that both um, the NFB and ACB, the two national blind organizations in the U.S., are working on some legislation. And I am just going to share a little bit about what I have learned from my mom in legislation and getting things done. Welcome to the CRAB Podcast. Here at Children Raised Around the Blind, we have two goals. Our first goal is to help those living with the blind to understand them better and to help children through the difficulties that come from living with a blind parent. Secondly, we want to spread awareness of the blind community. Here on the podcast, we will share the things that blind people can do and ways the sighted world can include them in everyday life. Join us twice a month to learn about the visually impaired community. So my mom and I are very heavily involved in local legislation in the state of Georgia. Um, We weren't super involved um, until probably my senior, junior, senior year of high school. And after we dealt with some issues inside of the local vocational rehabilitation agency, we definitely wanted to support um, fellow blind and visually impaired community members and getting some legislation passed. We've also worked um, before on some guide dog legislation, which has not passed. And so my mom um, is someone who believes in putting your whole heart into everything. So I wanted to um, just let you guys know that I um, am going to share just a little bit of our story of helping in legislation. So Um, For those who don't know, the legislative process can be very cumbersome. It can feel exhausting most days. Um, It's not definitely something for, I want to say the week of heart, but um, it's something that's going to require a lot of patience, a lot of work. Um, For some reason, the blind are, um, I don't want to say not seen equal, but a lot of people don't understand or have anybody that they know who's blind or visually impaired and so the needs in our community sometimes are overlooked and something my mom has taught me to do is to just stand there and to exist to show what blind people are capable of which is some of what we do here at crab with the legislative process though um, on the national level i know there's been a lot of movements with different things from working on the uh, equipment for right now for the gyms to make that accessible, making sure that those who are diabetic have accessible um, insulin uh, readers and, um, you know, different things for them that they can use the equipment that they need. There's always a, a need for more accessibility across the board, no matter what it is. Um, I know we're working on accessible money on a national level because the United States is one of the few countries that does not have accessible currency for people who are blind or visually impaired, Um, whether that be a tactile difference. Most other countries, their bills are various sizes so that you know the different um, denominations from each other. And we don't only thing that's different sizes are, are coinage. There's a lot of work on that. There's also usually a lot of local legislation work. So for us here in the state, um, we're working on a Braille bill, which I think should be a common sense thing, but making sure that our students are taught Braille. Um, Braille is important. I don't care what technology comes out there. 
Um, I've told many of you before, technology was new. Um, For me growing up, my mom didn't have access to it. It wasn't something that was an everyday thing. And so as much as I love tech and I'm a geek and I will study it and pay attention to it, tech, um, first of all, breaks. Second of all, when the power goes out or you have a huge, you know, natural disaster or something happens to you, what do you do then? What do you do when you can't plug in your phone for three days? Um, What do you do when, you know, the internet's out and things like that? You need to be able to fall back on something. And Braille is just something that should be used commonly, whether that's in an elevator, you know, going to the bathroom by yourself, Um, those daily tasks that without that being taught, I feel like you're missing some things. Um, Plus, not everybody is an auditory learner. A lot of us are visual um, learners. And so we need that aspect for the blind community. We need services for the blind community. We need to make sure that those who are using service dogs are safe and that they are kept, you know, out of harm's way. And so a lot of legislation um, has come from just being vocal and getting a hold of people. My mom is um, very good at sending out emails. And so I think sometimes we shy away from jumping into the big pond. We think, well, if I'm telling my local people or I'm talking to people in my local community, you know, then then we can change this. And I'm all for that. But I think sometimes we need to go bigger. We need to go broader. And we need to hear, get our voices heard across the way, whether that's in news articles, whether that's um, in just daily activities, or if that means we do, we take the extra step to go down to our state capital and we get involved in the issues and we let people know this is what's happening inside this community. These are the things that are being done and here's what we want to see you do for us because they are your elected official if you're a voter and they're the ones who can really make those changes happen as much as we want to be able to and we want to have a process of you know complaining when things don't go our way in the end it's the people who sit up in your state capitol who end up making those decisions it's the people who sit up in the u.s um you know house of representatives and the senate up in Washington, D.C., they're the ones that make the finalization on some of those laws that really do affect our communities. And so I want to just encourage you, if you are someone who is thinking about getting involved in legislation, to go ahead and do that. And you say, well, maybe not this year. Well, go ahead and familiarize yourself with the process. Familiarize yourself with how a bill works. How does a bill get written? How does it get Um, heard? How does it get voted on? What are the processes? So some of those things can sound scary. Some of them can take a really, really long time. And I know for myself, um, it can be discouraging that it takes so long to get something through. There's one bill we're working on that um, most of the blind in Georgia have been working on for over a decade. I know I've been working on it at least, this would probably be my 10th year, and things are promised to get better and things will get better. And that's what they keep saying. And yet we're still here. And I have two stories from my mom's life, one in 2006 and one in 2012, with the same exact results, you know. And it can be frustrating. And sometimes it, it feels like you're going nowhere. But the thing is, if you're showing up and you're communicating and you're sending emails and you're calling offices, you're making a difference. 
it may not be something that we are able to change overnight. I mean, most things that we see happen did not just happen in the blink of an eye. There were people working behind the scenes for years and years to get where they finally were heard, where their voices were finally made known. I mean, if you look at the Americans for Disabilities Act and some of the history, which I've recently learned, and I didn't have time to write it all down. It's something I definitely want to study more on and realizing how many people had to do so many things to get to where they were just treated equally. And that is a huge thing. How can you um, make a difference? What are some things you can do now? Well, one is if you're able to do some sort of legislative meeting or get together, talk to somebody who's been doing it, do that. You know, start with just being a listener, trying to understand the process. Reach out to local legislators that you voted for and ask them what's being done for my community. Or are you even familiar with, you know, the blind community and explain to them what it's like. Um, I gave testimony recently at a committee hearing that was extremely rushed. And I told them that my mom, who was totally blind, homeschooled me. And the look on their faces of shock (laughs) that a blind person would, first of all, have four kids and then that she would homeschool us. And they're just like, what? Like they can't fathom that. So sometimes it starts with baby steps. Hey, I live in your district and I have whatever eye disease or I'm totally blind. And I just want you to, you know, be aware that I'm here. Learn the process that a bill goes through from being written to being dropped to, you know, what committees they get sent through, how they could do the process of, you know, rules and how they get to a vote and some of those things that can feel exhausting, but learning now helps you and then you can get involved. Maybe you say, I'm not ready this year. Okay, well, do your research so that next year when you're ready to get involved, you can be and you're ready to share what you know with other people. And so I want to really just challenge you to take this time here in March, as I said, both I know NFB and ACB are doing some legislative imperatives at the national level. And there's probably groups in your local state that are also working on some laws and rule changes. And just reach out and see what's going on. Become a part of the the conversation on the story so that your voice is heard and that you can be somebody who shares your story with others. And, you know, Maybe the change won't happen for you. Maybe it won't happen in a way that directly affects you, but you can prepare for the next generation. And that's where it really counts. Sometimes what we do today doesn't, we don't get to see the the fruit of our labor, but what it does do is in the future, it allows us to help that next generation, those kids who are coming up in elementary, middle and high school, that they will have easier access to things, that they will have the equipment that they want at the gyms or accessible money so that they can, you know, take care of those things, that websites and uh, social media accounts are going to be accessible for them. Things that we do now will affect the generations to come. Let's not sit idly by and say, well, that's somebody else's job. That's, you know, my president of my group or that's, you know, this person over here because they're really good at speaking. Find, find your voice and get in the fight and let's do this together. Let's join forces with each other and let's try to make the world 
better. Let's try to make blind people more understood and try to show that we do matter. We are important and we are many. Whether or not we realize how many there are, sometimes we live in our little bubbles and we don't see another blind person except at you know certain events, but there are many of us and we together can band and we can make a change for the future generation. I hope you guys will join me back here on the 20th as we launch the special podcast for the month. That one is going to be on organizing a little bit of do's and don'ts for helping somebody spring clean. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast.